What's going on, basketball fans? We are back with the Posting Up podcast here on Clovercrest Media, joined, as always, by Sean Scanlon, King Zay, and Big Jace. Uh, gentlemen, hope you're all doing well today. Um, season's winding down. Playoffs are slowly approaching, actually quickly approaching. Lots of important games left. Um, but today, we're going to be going over the official Clovercrest Media NBA all NBA first and second teams. Uh, we had people throughout Clovercrest submit their answers, pick their pick their players for the first and second team. A lot of wide variety of votes, um, but Jace did the math, came up with our first and second teams. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's reveal the uh, all NBA posting up first team. Drum roll. Look at that. So at the guard positions, we have Stephen Curry and Damian Lillard. At the forward positions, we have Giannis and Kevin Durant. And at the center, MVP candidate Joel Embiid. Um, Sean, uh, first reaction to this team. You like all the players on this list? You think they're deserving? Uh, yeah, I do think that they're all deserving. Um, I would have switched out KD and Kawhi just because KD missed a lot of games this season, and I, I think that um, I think Kawhi is being slept on just because I think the Clippers overall as a team have been slept on all year. But he's had a very efficient year, um, scoring twenty five and then you know six rebounds, five assists, also shooting fifty one from the field. So I would add uh, on top of that, KD isn't terrible at defense, but I, I think that Kawhi is a much better defender. So I, I did have State or Stephen Dame as my two guards. Uh. And Giannis, and then Kawhi, but and then I think Joel and Jokic are interchangeable. Uh, I would put, probably put Jokic just because he didn't miss a game all year. But ha- having Joel there, uh, I I don't disagree with either. So uh, I'm pretty pretty good with that uh, first team. 
Isaiah, you yeah. got any uh, analysis on this first team? Uh, no qualms, really. Uh, every, everybody up there, I guess, they deserve to be up there. But um, I did have Stephen, excuse me, Stephen Curry in my second team. I believe he came on a little late in the year. I had James Harden up there because I believe J- James Harden was tearing up the beginning of the year pr- prior to his injury. I really believe that he was probably even an MVP candidate at one point before the injury. Or maybe he probably still is in some people's eyes, but uh, not mine anymore. But that'd probably be the only real switch up I had there. I mean, obviously, I didn't have KD on my list neither. I had Kawhi for more, uh, much of what Sean covered, so I'm not going to recover that. But uh, other than that, the list is, is pretty solid, I guess. You didn't have Steph on your first team? No, I didn't. I honestly didn't. I really feel like James Harden had a better year. I feel like if James Harden did get injured, I, th- I think he would have finished with the better year. Yeah, if he didn't get injured, that's, yeah, but, you're missing a big part there. I get again. Steph had, like I said, he had a really good April. He had a really good May. I didn't see him much of February. I didn't see him much of January. They were okay. Jake, is, uh, is Isaiah talking crazy right now? Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, I guess Steph's the, the guy. I mean, he's in MVP. He's an MVP candidate. I don't understand how he's not on the first team. And and another guy that I'm the only one who voted for. On this whole list the, the, that I had first team, also an MVP candidate, Chris Paul. Where the hell's that man? He's an MVP candidate, and he's not even first team. No, definitely well, not. You know, are we talking MVP candidates? Or are we talking dark horses? Because I, I'm not sure that these are official. They're official candidates yet. I believe they're dark horses to win it. Okay, but I mean, still, the man's balling out. And y'all didn't even put him on your second team. Yeah, no. I, you know, Chris Paul has been quite a leader this year. I'll admit that. I do I do think the um, CP3 effect is real. But, you know, a lot of people talk about Derrick Rose and his MVP uh, season not being that great statistically. I think this would be probably one of the most poor – Statistical MVPs. If Chris Paul play, were to win like crap in the beginning. Sixteen and a half points a game. Uh, just about he didn't nine. Feel like assists. crap. He just wasn't having a tear that he is on now. So I'm I don't know. Interrupt you, Lucas. No, you're okay. I, <laughs> I think Isaiah's talking crazy too. Look, oh, man, he's averaging. Yeah, going off the comment. The comment. I mean, let's see. He agrees. There was. There wasn't much from Golden State in the beginning. There was a point at yeah. one part we didn't think Golden State was going to make the playoffs at one point. Well, I'm going to comment on that comment Jace just showed. Um, you know, I don't think this takes Steph Curry off of this team. The team's at the bottom of the conference. And I think that's value. Having Steph and Curry to carry this team into the eighth seed. And, you know, any other year, an eighth seed is an automatic playoff berth. It's just this year that it happens to be a play-in berth. Um, I think the Warriors – would be nothing without Stephen Curry. Uh, so I think you really have to get your hat off to that guy. And he's been phenomenal this year. He's been absolutely phenomenal. That's all I can say. No also, one is denying what he's doing. No, I'm not denying his April and May. They've been spectacular. <laughs> but, I mean, you also got to look at what he's dealing with, too. James Wiseman was injured for a big chunk of the year. Draymond Green is – 
I don't know when he's playing, when he's not. And then obviously no Clay Thompson. So he's had a lot to deal with. And he's had to be that man. He had to take control of this team. And that's why they're even in the hunt to get into the playoffs. In the injuries, place. injuries is part of it's, it's part of the sport. You, you can't use that as an excuse. It's part of the sport. But it, he, yeah, he has but no help though. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Kelly, Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins were inconsistent all year, especially at the start of the year. I feel like that's a war- why the Warriors got off to such a bad start. Is because his two pieces next to him were not doing anything. Kelly Oubre had a terrible first month of the season, and Andrew Wiggins didn't really get going until much later in the season too. So, I, I mean, I think that's why the Warriors didn't do as good this year. I think that, you know, by the end of the year, once he Steph started getting that tear, do you, do you see why they're, you know, back in the playoff scenario? Man. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not arguing. Just, I, I, I'm not arguing he had a good year. He had a, he had a good year. I'm not saying he didn't. I just had him on second team. That's all. Uh, <laughs> I feel like James Harden was really tearing the league up. When he came over, for a guy who came over completely out of shape, didn't look like he could play basketball that well. And then he, all of a sudden he turns it on. He, he, we, we thought he was out of it. He looked like, you know, somebody's uncle. He had the sweatpants over his stomach. You know, he looked <laughs> terrible in the beginning of the season. And then all of a sudden James Harden just became untouchable. I think he, he ran a fat suit. He, he took that team to like a whole nother level when he came there. They were good, but then he took them to a whole nother level. All right. Yeah, uh, I mean – Case is closed for the first team. Uh, that's the official Clovercrest first team for uh, 2021, 2020-2021. Uh, uh, we're going to get into the second team right after a game break, and we tell you guys uh, we're going to get some games coming up that we're looking forward to uh, this weekend. You know, season's winding down. But after that, we'll get into the second team. The Seattle management is going to give you their time of day. What makes you think that Jerry Jones is going to listen to you? Sometimes they're blowing teams out by overtime. Come on now. When they're on, they're on. Again, I'm going to need you to write LeBron a letter, send it to him, and say, Bron, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to hop off your bandwagon. Don't do that. All right, so uh, like I said, season's winding down. Uh, there's some still a lot of games carrying uh, importance seating-wise. All of the playoff spots are locked up as of now, but there are teams that um, are still fighting for positioning in the NBA, such as um, the Bucks. I think, <laughs> Isaiah, correct me if I'm wrong, the Knicks are still fighting for a, pos- uh, a seed. Uh, two through eight. <laughs> uh, two yeah. through six. basically yeah they're still fighting two through six yeah it's been crazy and you know that's one thing that this playing tournament has brought us uh some meaningful games down the stretch here i mean not too often you see games carrying this much importance this late into the season so uh jace i'm gonna start with you why don't you tell me a game you're looking forward to coming up this year or this year oh, oh my god <laughs> this weekend <laughs> i i'm gonna go I'm going to go bias here. I'm going to go Jazz against the Kings because it does still have a lot. Uh, the the Phoenix has a back-to-back with San Antonio, and they're only a half uh, game and a half behind. Uh, th- this is a sleeper game. I, like, I, I think if the Jazz come in knowing that they got a playoff spot, knowing they got a home court advantage, knowing that they're at least going to get a second seed, we don't necessarily know. Then they might rest some guys like Gobert and that stuff to prepare. 
But, I mean, also there is the play-in tournament, so you're going to have extra rest as is. I, I think you got to go in, get secure that one seed at Sacramento, and also on NBA, on TNT, uh, Chuck and Shaq went back and forth, and Shaq said – everyone's doubting the, the Jazz. Shaq said that the, this was not going to be an easy win for them. It is. The Kings are terrible. Jazz <laughs> should blow them out. Isaiah, what about you? Um, a little biased, like Jay said, but not biased <laughs> if you get it. I'm, it's going to be the Bucks in um <clears throat> Heat tonight. Very important game. If the Bucks clearly need to win because they want to get to the number two seed, and Miami obviously wants to win because they want to lock up home court advantage. So I think it'd be an interesting game. A lot on the line. A loss for Miami could mean the Knicks move into that home court advantage, which I would very much like and not have to deal with Miami, um, Miami, you know, going there as opposed to, you know, playing four games in the, um, the garden. But yeah, that's the game tonight. It's going to be the Bucks in Miami at eight. Sean, what about you, man? Uh, I'm going to go Lakers Pacers at one o'clock. So it should be tipping off right now, but uh, apparently LeBron's coming back. So I kind of just want to see how LeBron looks, uh, obviously coming back from that ankle injury. And also it's still some big implications. They're a half game back from the Blazers and uh, they play the Pacers today and then the Pelicans tomorrow and the Blazers uh, play tomorrow against uh, who do they play? My bad. Nuggets. Bad radio right there. They play the Nuggets tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, so it's big implication. The Blazers could lose that game. And the Lakers, I think that, you know, the Pelicans rested their stars yesterday. So I don't think they're going to play tomorrow. And then the Pacers, uh, they've looked a little bit better as of late. So I think it's, yeah, LeBron and Dennis Schroeder are coming back. So I want to see how they look at full health. Uh, see, you know, obviously it's they're going into playoff time. So they got to gotta get ready, especially if they're going to be in the play-in game. So I just want to see this Laker team's at full health and uh, and see how they look. But yeah, what game you got, Lucas? Yeah, so mine is actually going to be the Blazers and the Nuggets on Sunday. Uh, hopefully that game carries a lot of meaning. The Nuggets are in third, but they are tied with the Clippers. They do have the tiebreaker, but if they fall a game under, obviously they go to the fourth seed. And, you know, uh, the Blazers are obviously right above the Lakers for that playing game, just a half a game ahead of them. Uh, we'll know more about that situation after the Lakers finish their game today. Um, basically, you know, for the Nuggets, it comes down to that they can play Dallas in the first round. They can play Portland in the first round. They can play the Lakers in the first round. It's it's a whole lot of mess for them, and they want just the best scenario possible. I think that three seed facing the six seed will be the best outcome for them. Um, obviously, the Clippers uh, – they control their own destiny with their game. They probably would like to get into the three seed as well. Uh, Luka Doncic did give them a tough time last year in the playoffs, so another first-round matchup between them could be intriguing. But, uh, lot, yeah, like we said, like I said, a lot of important basketball this um, this week or this uh, weekend and leading up to the play-in tournament that starts on Tuesday. We're going to – that's going to be a fun show on Tuesday when we're talking playing basketball. Uh, first ever time I think anyone will ever be talking about a playing game. So um, that should be fun. Uh, we're going to get into the second team now for Clovercrest Media. Without further ado, Jay, show them the second team. Here it is. That's a good-looking team. That is a good-looking team. Uh, James Harden and Bradley Beal at the guard positions. Forwards are Luka Doncic and Julius Randle and another MVP candidate. Some say he's the front runner. Uh, on the second team, front runner for MVP, Nikola Jokic. 
Uh, Jace, we'll go in reverse order this time. Give me your analysis on this second team. Uh, it was really hard for me to have to put Embiid uh, <laughs> over Jokic. Because uh, I love Jokic, and obviously the games – the game played is big. I mean, in the triple doubles and assists are just ginormous. But uh, w- one guy a lot of people have been sleeping on because he's been injured is Bradley Beal. And the man's been balling out when he's been healthy and led the league for how long in scoring. So I, I-, I really do like it. Uh, very solid. Um, and the- your boys there, James Harden, Zay, you happy with that? Yeah, look. Should be first team, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Zay, uh, tell me about how proud you are, Julius Randle, for being even in consideration for an All NBA team, not just on this show, but obviously across the league, he is going to be on an All NBA team. So tell me about that, having a player from one of your own teams, especially you know the uh, place that Knicks fans have been in all these years. How is this a sign that things are kind of moving in the right direction? It's about damn time. That's for sure. Um, I would hope it's a sign of things moving in the right direction. You just hope this franchise doesn't get back into their their toxic ways of trying to reach for superstar players and trading away a bunch of trades. Um, excuse me. Um, draft picks that they don't have to give away. And just you know, this stupidity that goes around that franchise, whether it's kicking out former superstar players or, or you know, the famous <laughs> um, excuse me, film directors in the front row, but. Yeah, no, I hope we are moving in the right direction. Uh, I'm happy to see Julius Randle up there. I want to see him first team in the in the real thing, but second team would be good enough for me right now, and hopefully next year he can push for that first team. But uh, yeah, then the list looks fine to me, honestly. Uh, the second team list, I had Paul George over Bradley Bill. I thought Paul George pretty, had a pretty good year. Really quiet at the end, but he started off very strong. So I had him up there. So Randle definitely be coming. <laughs> we hope he's becoming a star. We hope. But uh yeah, other than that, the list is pretty solid. Uh Sean, you got any issues with it? Um, no, I, the only issue I had with it was no LeBron James. I feel like people just forget him just because he's been injured for the past uh like month or so, but he, he still had a tremendous season. So that's really the only qualm I had with that. But I did have uh Harden and Luca there. I had Luca at the guard position, but I mean he he could count as a forward too, so I see why he's in there. But I also had Julius Randle. And I just flip flopped Embiid and, and Jokic, but I mean, pretty much, I don't, I don't have any problems with it. Um, obviously, you know, Harden, if he didn't miss all that time, I think he would maybe have a shot at first team. Uh, Luca had another tremendous year carrying that Mavs team. Um, I mean, Julius Randle, yeah, you mentioned it, but just giving that Knicks team hope finally for the first time in many years, and then uh, Jokic just having a tremendous season too. So I, I think Bradley Beal do, does deserve the nod. I didn't have him on either my first two teams just because the Wizards haven't been great this year, but I think that. His scoring ability, his uh, ability to carry the team along with Russ, he he definitely deserves some consideration, though. Yeah, Sean, I also had LeBron on uh, my personal team. I I put my vote in for LeBron for the second team. Um, Yeah, who didn't? (laughs) Who didn't? (laughs) I want to know who didn't. Jace, did you? No, Uh I did not. (laughs) I didn't have LeBron in my top five. Take that. Isaiah, that's crazy. Oh boy, Jace. He might that might come back to bite you if they play the Jazz in the first round. You you oh, might hope that you no. did. 
Nah, that's for him saying no one gives a crap about Utah when picking. Oh, so it's just, yeah, it is about Utah. I knew it. (laughs) No, I have Ben Simmons in over LeBron. Just defensively. (laughs) And how they are winning more games. So wait, no, no. Hold on, before we go back to Lucas. You got a chance to start your franchise tomorrow. And you're going to either start with Ben Simmons or LeBron James. Who are you choosing? LeBron James is old, man. We're starting it tomorrow. LeBron James too old. I can get Ben Simmons to develop a jump shot, maybe. You can? Because they're professionals that can. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? That's a a tough task. (laughs) Hey, you talking today? I'm taking Ben Simmons just because he's younger. He he is basically a little LeBron. LeBron, when he came in, he wasn't necessarily a great shooter. He slowly developed it. No, no, he wasn't. A yeah, great but he, player, yeah, but he wasn't he, as bad as Ben Simmons. That's yeah, he it. actually did shoot the ball yeah. though. <laughs> We're talking and about Ben this Simmons makes once up for that on the other end with his defense. Yeah, but LeBron has always had defense. He still has defense. Yeah, yeah but is know. he in talks to be Defensive Player of the Year, LeBron? No, he's never been. He's no, never he been, been in talks, that conversation. He's been talks for anything. He's he, he, MVP the last couple of years. He hasn't been talks about it. Doesn't mean he isn't. Like, come on, Jace. Stop. <laughs> put LeBron this back year, on. This year, I'm going to go. I'll put Ben Simmons over LeBron. Games missed, and he's doing better. They're winning more games. Because of Joel. <laughs> wow. Who's distribute? Who's giving him the passes? Who's lobbing up those alley-oops? Uh, Most of the time, it's Ben Simmons, brother. Going. Oh, I can't wait for the playoffs to start. Please can they start already. Because this is- <laughs> okay. Sean, um before we get before we get into um our second ad and then we show show everyone the uh total votes for the for all the teams here. You got a you got a team you're gonna be rooting for in the playoffs? Do you usually uh pick a team you're gonna ride with or do you kind of just go with the flow? I mean, all right, so I, I usually root for the team that Russ is on. So, I mean, I'm hoping that they win that playing scenario, and it would be nice if they get into the playoffs, but I don't know. So I, I would root for the Wizards if they're there. If not, I would probably go – I'm a big LeBron fan, so I'd probably root for the Lakers. Um, I don't I don't want to be a bandwagon or anything. That's why I don't have a team because I don't want to be called out for being on a, a bandwagon fan. But I probably would root for the Lakers just because I feel like they're getting disrespected. I feel like nobody believes that they'll actually make a run this year. And I feel like LeBron's just – he's just cooking up something in his head. He knows that he's just trying to get right for the playoffs. And once playoff time comes, I, I feel like they're going to shock the world because no one expects it. But uh, I, I think that LeBron knows exactly what he's doing. So Wizards first, but I'm sure they're not even going to make the playoffs. So I, I'd probably go Lakers next. LeBron faking? I think I've so. seen it. His salsa dancing looked pretty good for a guy on a bad ankle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. I wonder how old that video is. Or do you think it's uh, brand spanking new? No, they definitely filmed it before the season. They definitely filmed it before the season. That's hilarious. That was a funny video. Um, All right, we're going to get into – we're going to run a second ad, and then we're going to show you guys uh, all the players who did receive votes for the first and second team. And uh, we're going to talk if anyone got snubbed from anyone that's on that list. But we'll run you guys an ad first. 
Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard. All right. So here is the full list of the guards, forwards, and centers who uh, received votes. Jace, why don't you um, tell us about how the voting worked in the point system and everything. Yeah. Okay, so basically people sent me their top five for guards, forwards, and centers. I, from the, whoever was one, got five points, two, four, so on and so forth. And in the case of a tie, as you can see with Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, uh, it, it was just wins. That was the tiebreaker. So that's why Joel Embiid got first team and Jokic got second team. The Sixers just have more wins. Oh, I don't know. That's a solid point system. <laughs> Very solid there. Um, yeah. I, I hate to admit I, I wasn't one of the ones that voted for Russ. I'm sorry, my guy. I couldn't do it, but I'm glad that he got some representation from somebody. Yeah, no, oh. I didn't. He neither, but I, he, he definitely did deserve it. it it's it's hard, terrible to think about this man going to own the triple double record and only got two votes. It's, it's yeah. just that's a good no. point. No, no, Jimmy Butler. Um, yeah, he was yeah. one of my five. I I put Tatum right ahead of him, but he probably would have been my number six forward. I uh, yeah, he didn't make my list. Was looking over. The stats last night deciding who the um, player of the night was going to be, and I ended up picking Jordan Poole because you know they had a they toughed out a win, and I uh, especially down the stretch there he was really important for them. And um, I looked at Russ's stat line, and I really wanted to pick Russell Westbrook. I think any given night, if this if his stat line belonged to any other player, they would no doubt one hundred percent be player of the night. I think at this point we overlook it because we're so used to him doing these things. I just think he's very undervalued and underappreciated. Um, the dude is crazy. Like he's crazy. I think what is this? His fourth straight season averaging a triple double. It's yeah, four out of the last five. He didn't four last, out of the last year, five. Yeah, that, that's absolutely insane. I can't even fathom that. And for him not even to be, you know, will he make? Is he? I feel like he's up in the air for All NBA third team. Am I crazy? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna end up making it, but it's insane. Because yeah, it's just because his his inconsistency shooting and the amount of turnovers. Obviously, it's it's went down in the past like month or so since he's been on this tear. But I think that you know voters don't like the the inefficient scoring, especially shooting and and the three ball. He's always around thirty percent, and then the turnovers I, I think kind of kill him. But I like you said, it's it's greatness. It's something we've never seen before. He just makes these out of the world numbers look uh, just ordinary every night. So, uh, preach that. that Russ is my guy, and I, I hope that they can make some noise in the playoffs because uh, I, I feel like that, that the way that they've been playing lately, uh, the past two months, I, I feel like they definitely could. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> what did you say? He's padding that. He made the rebounds. <laughs> Oh come on, man! Yeah, when, he, when he's grabbing fifteen or sixteen a night, I'm you kidding. Can, you can say I'm that. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Sean. I know you are. You know what gets me is the assist. You know the guys dishing out 
fucking 12 assists a game. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> guys like Alex Len and Raul Neto. <laughs> yeah, he right. doesn't even have Bradley Beal right now, and he's still getting triple double and he's still getting the assists, which is yeah, great. he had 17 last night, 17 assists. Mm-hmm. I should have picked him as the oh, <laughs> he's, had, he's had a lot of a lot of those lately, posting up player of the night. Yeah, he's he's a monster, and, and he is. I don't get so much disrespect. I don't want to put them on blast here, but Sports Talk with RNJ, I produced that show as well. And Steve Risser, my man, he was he was get the rebounding, he was calling patent stats, and like it's hard. Like a triple double, like it's no one does what he can do. It doesn't matter if it is if one rebound. What well, was a little bit padded and given to him for some reason? He still got nine others. So what the hell does it matter? Yeah. I wish nobody, Alfred Payton would do it. I wish he would start paying his studs. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody started tearing down the value of a triple double until Russ started to make it look so regular. That's, I mean, people just want to find something to go against greatness and something to argue against greatness. But I. I mean, people people just want to uh, devalue it just because he makes it look so easy, and uh, I just I think it's just disrespectful to him. He, I mean, he goes out every night and he gives it a hundred percent. There's not really a player like I've ever seen like him. That's why I love him so much because he he lays it on the line every night, and that's uh that's that's my guy. Doesn't it seem like LeBron hate like the hit LeBron haters who hate him for going to the finals all the time? We never appreciate the fact that he went to the finals that many times in a row. We always say, yeah, but how many games? How many did he win? How many yeah. did he lose? We don't appreciate the fact that he went there so many times back to back. Can't make mm-hmm. fans happy. I agree with you, Sean. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, people just want to argue about something. They they can never never appreciate greatness. Right. All yeah. Right. Um. Little off topic here, but that reminds me. Um. The other night, we we're texting in the roll call podcast group chat, and um, some Yankees coaches tested positive for COVID. And uh, it ended up Glaber Torres ended up pe- testing positive too, and oh, we were trying to we were just playing around trying to sound like crazy Yankees fans, and it was like it was like oh this is probably because blah 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 like John Carlo didn't get a hit the other night, or um, I think one of the things I said was like um, no no it's because Aaron Judge struck out three years ago in August that's why this is all happening. Because that's the kind of shit that Yankees fans say. Like the, the things that come out of their mouths are insane, and um, I feel like that's it's for sure kind of hate on um, on the LeBron and Russell Westbrook level. So certainly some crazy sports takes in this world. Then you know people just find a way to hate on anything for any reason. Um, I believe that will wrap up our show here. The first ever posting up all NBA teams. Uh, Maybe we will work next show for a defensive team, if possible. Maybe even a rookie team, too. We can discuss that off the show. But um, some exciting shows coming up, regardless, for the playoffs. Um, We're going to have a blast, obviously. Uh, All three of our teams, uh, plus Sean's Russell Westbrook, is uh, um, are going in to at least the play-in game. Uh, All I mean, uh, me and Jace's teams are at the top of the conference. Uh, respectively, so it's going to be a fun time. Uh, Whatever. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for these playoff shows. Can't wait. 
for the Knicks <laughs> to play the Sixers in the second round of the playoffs. But for uh, Sean Scanlon, King Zay, and Big Jace, this has been Lucas Bulldog in the Posting Up Podcast. Peace.